Thank you for joining us for Working Through the Word, a ministry of the Richmond Church of Christ. Let's join our pulpit minister, Mike Johnson, as he brings today's lesson. The discussion of undocumented workers is an issue that dominates our media in this country right now. It's a political issue, admittedly. And I don't intend to spend any time in a political realm or in a concept about what we ought to be doing or how to handle it, but rather to admit the fact that there are undocumented workers. And as such, with the laws of any country, not just ours, there are people who live illegally because they're not following the laws. Now, I admit, I would, if I were anywhere else, I would want to be in America as quickly as I could get here. I, I've been elsewhere, and I wanted to get back, so I understand it. But my thought today is for us to consider, as children of God, whom God says must be people of service, people of work, I want us this morning to think about the sadder fact, not that there are undocumented workers in the country, but rather that there are undocumented workers in the Lord's church. But then tonight we're going to talk about those who are, in fact, the documented workers. All of this is built on a word in Scripture that is used many, many times. It is a word from which we actually get the word document. The Greek word is dokimazo. And it means to approve or to verify or to acknowledge. What we're talking about for a few minutes is the idea that we are people in the service of God who must, in fact, be documented. 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15. Give diligence to present yourselves approved before God. Or, using our term, give diligence to present yourselves documented before God. We must be willing to document ourselves before God. I've talked in the past about having a spiritual resume that can be presented. That's what God is asking for. And we're going to think about that today. But this morning, let's think about what it means to be an undocumented worker. In the first place, to be undocumented means to be unregistered. Not on the rolls, therefore not responsible. Not fulfilling the responsibility of those who are on the rolls. They are not citizens. 
Therefore, they are here, but not in the role of living as a citizen. Now think about it as it relates to the Lord's church. There are those who are undocumented, that is. They are here. But they're not registered. They're not involved in the citizenship of the kingdom in a way that says, I am a worker. They're here, but they're not taking responsibility. To be undocumented means that you live in the shadows. They don't want to get caught. They don't want to be removed to another place. Therefore, by necessity, they have to live in the shadows. There are Christian people who live in the shadows. Now, I'm not talking about the Christian people who work behind the scenes, whose work goes unseen. There are so many of those. In fact, you would be surprised at things that Christian people are doing that just happen and nobody knows about it. But if it ever were to stop, everybody would notice the void. I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about people who don't want to be connected. They don't want to be anywhere but in the shadows. They want to stay backward, not working behind the scenes, but just not involved at all. Third, to be undocumented means you live in fear. Those who are undocumented workers might be looking over their shoulders all the time. Wondering when it will be finally that they're caught and have to leave and, and they live in fear. But think about the sadder condition of a Christian living in fear. Not sure of his or her salvation. Not excited about the possibility of Jesus returning not able to say in sincerity, as John said when he closed the writing of the Revelation, Lord, come quickly. Do you want the Lord to come today? Would you be excited to hear the trumpet? Will it make you joyous to know that now time has ended? Or are you living in fear? Not sure of your salvation. Those are the things that undocumented workers live with. So, why then are they undocumented? 
What causes some Christians not to be approved, not to be able to present before God their spiritual resume? Let me give you a few thoughts. Some Christians are undocumented because they've not survived spiritual trial. In 2 Corinthians 8, verses 1 and 2, this word that we're talking about is used when Paul says, I want to tell you, make known to you about the people of Macedonia. How that in a great trial, that's the word of affliction, their great joy and deep poverty abounded in their liberal giving in other words, here were people in Macedonia who were so poor that really they did not have anything to give to the Judean famine. But Paul said, that didn't stop them. They were in a great trial of affliction personally, and yet from that they said, I want to be involved. There are Christian people who are undocumented, because they've not survived a spiritual trial. And it's taken them out. It's left them in the shadows. These are people who have failed spiritually and it's cost them dearly. Number two, they are undocumented because, as Paul continued to write in 2 Corinthians 9, verses 12 and 13, the administration of this service, the proof of this service, not only supplied them, but all. The proof of this ministry Spiritually undocumented Christians have not made a positive mark with their Christian lives on people. These people in Macedonia, when they sent that money down there to the Judean area that was in such trouble, the Christians were absolutely ecstatic. But notice what he says, even those who were not Christians were helped, and in that, there was a, an acknowledgement of the goodness of God. Those Christians made an impact. Those Christians left a mark on those who were not Christians. Undocumented workers have not left their mark as they should. Third, they are undocumented because having not left a mark, they don't have anyone who will vouch for them. When Paul was going to send that money in 1 Corinthians chapter 16, he said, whomever you approve, there's the word, I will send with this money. Unfortunately, 
there are undocumented Christians whom other Christians cannot even vouch for because they are so far in the shadows, so disconnected from the family that no other family member can even stand up for them and vouch for them. Fourth, undocumented workers are there because they have become so concerned with their own lives that the life of Jesus has been set aside. In Philippians 2, Paul admitted not all or all seek their own and not the life of Christ. But I'm sending Timothy to you. You know by his proven character what kind of man he is. Timothy was not a man who was so concerned about his own life that he didn't have time for anyone else. I think there are documented workers in the Lord's church who don't have time for their brethren. They don't have time for the service of God. They are so caught up in their own lives, they don't have time. And it's a sad thing. But finally, number five, they are undocumented because they are unwilling to be put to a test. Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 9, I wrote this to you to test you, whether you would be obedient in all things. When Paul wrote his letter to the Corinthians, there was a lot of rebuking in that letter. And he said, I did it on purpose. I wanted to find out, are you going to be obedient? I'm going to put you to the test. The undocumented worker Christians don't want to be tested. They don't want to stretch themselves to grow and improve in areas where they are not really good or expertise. They're satisfied to stay where they are, not stretching and growing and trying to get better. That's why they are undocumented. So what do they need? In our text this morning, from 2 Corinthians 10, Paul gives us these ideas of how to change what does an undocumented worker need to do to change? There are ways in which we can see who, some characteristics. We might think that certain people are in fact in this realm, but really you and I on our own know for sure if I'm an undocumented worker. And here's how I will know. Are you willing today, am I willing today to stand before the Lord and say, Lord, I am presenting myself to you. I am presenting myself with this evidence.
acceptance with this verification, with this authentication that I am doing what I need to do. Only you down deep can answer that today. But if you decide that you might be undocumented, nothing to present to the Lord, let me give you a few things that Paul said you can do. Number one, go back to verse 12. We dare not class ourselves or compare ourselves with those who commend themselves, but they measuring themselves by themselves, comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. Undocumented workers need a new standard of measurement. If you today have said in your heart, well, at least I'm better than this one. At least I'm better than he. At least I'm doing more than she is. Then you're an undocumented worker because you're not presenting yourself. Get a new standard of measurement. Number two, we will not boast beyond measure, but within the limits of the sphere which God appointed us, a sphere which especially includes you. Paul said, I'm going to do what God wants me to do. I'm coming to you to preach the gospel. And I'm going to do my job because this is what God wants. If you think you're undocumented today, if you're concerned about your status and you're not sure that you can present to the Lord something that he would say documents your Christianity, then as this text says, find your proper place and get busy. You know what's best for you. You know where you will function the best. You know what talents and abilities you have. Therefore, that's where you need to function. And you need to be there and do it. If you want to change. Number three, Paul says, we're not boasting of things in verse 15 beyond measure, that is in other men's labors. If you think you are undocumented, then don't rely on somebody else's work to get you to heaven. This church exists because for nigh unto 70 years or more, Christians have sacrificed, Christians have lived, they have given and they have served to make sure that this place will be here as a gathering point for God's people. And just being in this building and doing nothing else says that you are relying on everybody else's accomplishments to get you to heaven. And somehow 
undocumented workers believe that just sitting in this building will get them there. Is that all that you want to present to the Lord? But finally, in our verse for today, not he who commends himself is approved, but whom the Lord commends. If you're an undocumented worker, you need to decide right now that I want God's approval. He is the source of my well-being. Everything I have comes from Him. As David said in talking about our giving to the Lord, look what, how well we've been prospered. Look what all God has done for us. Everything I have is because of God. Therefore, I should want His approval. I want Him to say, that documents it. Maybe you remember writing term papers in school. And I sometimes would get back a paper that I was just sure that while the professor was reading it, he had cut his wrists and he was bleeding red all over it. And one of the things he would say was this. You have not supported this. Here is a statement that you've not supported. You've not verified it, at least so that I can say it's real. I used to write an article for the paper. And I wrote an article one time that told a story that was meant to be merely a story, but I wrote it improperly and it came across as this was an actual event and the person in charge at the newspaper said, we can't write things that are not true. Why? Because we have to document things. Today, you know in your heart of hearts and I know in my heart whether I'm an undocumented worker. What evidence do I have to present? What verification letter can I show to God to say, Lord, this is me. Here is my document. I want to be approved by you. I know two things. If you're not a child of God, having been immersed for the forgiveness of sins, God does not approve of your standing. Number two, I know that if a citizen of the kingdom of God and you refuse to be involved working in that kingdom, God does not approve of that. But a third thing I know the measure is in the fight. I learned that in class this morning. The measure is in the fight, not the constant success, but the fight. Maybe today you simply want us to help you to fight, to be approved, and to present yourself to God.
Our shepherds care about your soul. And they want us to come out of the shadows. They don't want us to live in fear. And they want us to be registered and responsible. Because that's what God wants each of us to be. And that's what this church needs from every single person. Meet our shepherds today if you need us while we stand and sing. We hope you enjoyed today's broadcast brought to you by the Richmond Church of Christ. We are located at 1500 Lancaster Road in Richmond, Kentucky. We meet on Sunday mornings for Bible class at 9 a.m., followed by our morning worship service held at 10 a.m. Our Sunday evening service is held at 6 p.m., and our midweek Bible study is held on Wednesday at 7 p.m. If you are in the area, we would love to have you as our honored guest. Thanks for listening.